Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. The lead is obvious. It's the Dallas Cowboys who are now watching the rest of the playoffs from their couches, just like you and me. And let's start off with the way the game ended. The last play. And when I was watching that game, Rob, and I saw Dak Prescott take off, my first thought was, what? Are they running? Like, what are they doing? 14 seconds left of what they at the 41-yard line, the 40-yard line, and he takes off on a, a, a scripted draw. All right, they wanted the run. Now, I get it. They Whatever they did, Rob, was going to have to be in the middle of the field because you saw that formation that San Francisco was in. They had six players on the sidelines, like protecting the sidelines so you couldn't get out of bounds. So they could, they had to go to the middle of the field. But to me, Rob, they should have done a quick pass. If you just look at that tape, you, a, a Dalton Schultz was open right away. It would You would have got there quicker, and as soon as he gets inside the 30, the 28-yard line, whatever, you go down, and then you've got time. But the way the Cowboys did it, I think it was a mistake to run instead of quick pass. It was a Dak ran too far, Rob. I know it's your instincts to run until they stop you, but not in this case. He ran until they made him slide, and it was too far. I'm not going to blame the official because everybody's saying, oh, the, first of all, Dak got to know you give the ball to the official, Rob. You don't just, you know, give it to your center. All right. You give it to the official, but. I'm not mad at the official. Everybody's talking about, oh, he he knocked Dak over, you know, bumped into Dak, ran through the line. Rob, if he had not run through the line of scrimmage, he he wouldn't have had a chance to get there. The clock, the right? clock would have gone out. I, I Absolutely, mean, if he right. had tried to go around the the, the front line, you no, know. But but the, that's that that's coaching. They, you got to know that. Like I don't know. Like you play football, the the official always spots the ball, Chris. I've been watching football for. For 50 years, I've never seen a player spot the football and then you have a play. I mean, have you? Well, no. And what Dak said, it's interesting. What he said after the game was that they're taught and told to give the ball to the center. And then the ump comes and touches the ball, the umpire. And then, you, you know, sets it and all that. But here's the interesting thing. And we were talking to Michael Vick this morning on First Things First. Vic said you're always taught to give the ball to the umpire, right? Yep. Like you said. He said, however, quarterbacks are rarely in that position. Usually, Rob, what, you're throwing to a wide receiver, a tight end, maybe a running back on plays like that, and they're the ones that go and give it. So every know you've been told that and you know it in your head, it's not your instinct. So the bottom line is a few, a few of Dak's instincts did him wrong. The instinct to run as far as you could before you had to slide because it was too far, and the instinct to give it to your center. 
And so bottom line is from the Cowboys, Rob, I don't want to hear any killing of the referees. Uh, you well, did commit 14 penalties because you were the most penalized team in the league all season. So the blame is on the players and the coaching, and that's who should get it, not the referees. First, I thought uh, Joe Judge was added to the coaching staff and called that play for Dak. That's the first thing <laughs> I thought. Is just Joe Judge working for the Cowboys, and I don't know it. You agree uh, they should have thrown it. You just throw I it just, to them. I just didn't like that play. I think the, because there's a Would chance. Would you have gone you, for the Hail Mary? Well, I mean, maybe they felt like they couldn't at 51. Right, That's, they didn't want to go for two because Because of the way that they had the coverage, you know what I mean, like they know they're going to throw it down there. The chances of it for that distance aren't very good. Um, right. So I think that I understand them trying to get closer. But the Cowboys, it's just a, a, a bunch of things. It isn't just that play they no. were basically they dead offensively the, right. the entire game. If it wasn't for the uh, pick um, that Garoppolo threw them a gift, you know, that that gave them life, really. They right. were dead in the water if Garoppolo doesn't throw that pick. and um, If Trent Williams isn't uh, in motion, uh, right. not I mean, set up on that last play. Remember they got the first down? Yeah, that's the ball game. And that gave Dallas the ball. Right, they, right, right. San Francisco, and, and we've seen Shanahan choke down games, Chris. I mean, right. at the end. We've seen him do it twice in the Super Bowl, and this was ugly. It was just an ugly finish, uh, you know, motion penalties, all kinds of stuff that you just can't have when you want to ice a game. But the bottom line to me is it's the Cowboys. Nothing has changed 26 years later. It's always, here they are. They were the favorites. They're at home. They win the division. All this other stuff. They got all the players you talk about. Oh, wow. Look at look at the Cowboys. They're loaded. Uh, you know, I, I, Lamb didn't even get a ball. I mean, just like, right. I right. mean, come, come on, really? And then Parsons didn't have... Um, an impact, Chris. I, it was a, it was amazing on how bad the Cowboys were. But I'll tell you this: the disheartening thing if you're a Cowboys fan is not that you know it's one and done and you're out of the playoffs again. It's that this thing won't get fixed. I, I'm convinced it can't get fixed because of the guy who runs the organization and he runs it like a mom and pop store. And ever since Jimmy Johnson left. It's the same comedy of errors. And then for them to announce basically that Mike McCarthy's sticking around. Mike, How can Mike Steve, McCarthy? Stephen Jones, the president, said absolutely he's very confident. He expects McCarthy to be back. How, how Chris? Did you see all the undisciplined, the, the penalties, and the one that keep shooting themselves in the foot? They've been doing this all year. You are who you we thought you were, right? They did it all year. And what did they do? They struggled against the good teams. They beat up the bad teams. They scored 50-something right. points. They they could barely move the ball. It was embarrassing. Uh, so uh, I don't see anything change. I think this is the norm. This is who the Cowboys are. And they'll stick by the guy who they can control, which is Mike McCarthy. I guess he's fallen in line. But that was a, an outrageous horrendous performance if you're a Cowboys fan in a year where you really thought you could make a run. 
Yeah, look, I, I don't put it all on Mike McCarthy. I, I'm not a champion of Mike McCarthy. I, I don't think he's a great coach. I mean, you know, when he was hired, Rob, we both kind of scratched our heads like, really? Um, so I'm not, if they were to move on, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? But I, I don't think like you got to fire, like all your problems begin with him either. Uh, they were penalized, the, the most penalized team in the league. But, you know, Andy Reid, his Chiefs were among the most penalized last year. Um, nobody knows. He thinks he's not a good coach. And Mike McCarthy's record in Green Bay, like his last several years there, they weren't among the most penalized. So I'm just saying that is not necessarily a total reflection on him. But I, where I agree with you, Rob, is that Jerry Jones is a problem. And my thing is, Jerry Jones, the reason he hired Mike McCarthy, we both said this, was because McCarthy's going to be fine with Jerry doing being Jerry. And a lot of coaches weren't. Obviously, he had his issues with Jimmy Johnson. Bill Parcells wasn't really trying to have all that mess going on. So strong coaches are going to come in there and want things to be different. That's why I never thought McCarthy would be fired. Uh, even though you can make a case that he should, I thought, well, Jerry's going to keep him. He likes him. He tried to give him credit a few weeks ago. He lets Jerry be Jerry. But, Rob, Jerry, this the Dallas Cowboys, to me, are like a soap opera that revolves around football. More than a football team, a football organization, they are a soap opera that's in a football setting. It's like a movie that's not really about basketball, but it, the setting is basketball. And that's how the Cowboys are. And Jerry Jones just drips drama, Rob. He creates, he makes promises. He overpromises and underdelivers. That's what it is. And I don't think this team was that good. I think they were a legitimate playoff team, like best team in the AFC least. And I said all along, Rob, if they win one playoff game, then that'll be a good season for them. And they didn't even do that, of course, but... I don't think that would have been enough for fans because fans were expecting Super Bowl. Jerry Jones goes out there and says, it's Super Bowl or bust. And so now everybody's expectations are raised and he can't deliver. And that's part of the problem. So I'm with you on that. I, I just think it's a mess the way they're run. And until Jerry gets out of the way, they probably won't win a Super Bowl, Rob. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. Things haven't changed. And it's disappointment after disappointment. How many times are you going to talk up a team and what they've accomplished a couple of weeks ago. We've seen it twice. Earlier in the year, they were blowing people out, and everybody was like, go on the Cowboys bandwagon. Yep. Then a couple of weeks ago, who'd they blow out, score 50-something points against? Was that was that who Washington? Was that? Who was, who'd they beat? I think it was Just, Washington. Washington. They got 50, right? Remember? Oh, look 51. at them. Oh, my God. They're going to be uh, – go back. Right. Go listen no, to the right. analysts. Go listen. Oh, right. they're going to be a tough out. I wouldn't want to play the Cowboys right now. That's what I heard. <laughs> I don't want to play the Cowboys. They're going to be a tough out. They got everything. The defense has come together. Uh, look at the offense. They got so many weapons. That's all I heard. And they I got get, run out of their own building, Chris. I get that they're America's team, so maybe some of it is that. But, Rob, do, have you heard the owner of the Rams talking about, is Super Bowl or bust talking after every game? Have you heard? Jerry the, has the, his own radio show. Well, that tells you all you need to know. I right is the Tampa Bay owner do we hear him every week no you know I mean whoever's gonna talk for Green Bay uh 
I mean, they don't even have don't an all the, the Robert Kraft, I mean, he got his issues, but, you know, talking after every game ain't one of them, right? You know, I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. So it just creates too much drama. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one on one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. I didn't think Pittsburgh had a chance. I know that there was... I don't know, close for the first uh, half. Right. And then once uh, first Kansas City broke First five possessions, Kansas City didn't do it. Three punts, uh, interception. Yeah, interception, right. It just didn't look good, yeah. but I still thought once right. they break through, they'll be all right. Uh, they, Honestly, Pittsburgh just Rob, doesn't have anything. It Pittsburgh this year, and Big Ben we know had a great career. We'll see him in his Hall of Fame induction. But, Rob, it looked like, and this was what was going through my mind watching that game last night. They were kind of playing one-sided football. Like it was all defense. Right. Like, their offense can't do anything. No. Yeah, okay, they scored some touchdowns late. It's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but those are that. that's all that mop-up work. You know right. that. that. That ain't no in, in the real scheme of the game. Right. So, it was like they're playing one-sided football. They, they got no chance of scoring with the offense. All right, we are brought to you by AutoZone because AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. Plus, they've got more than 5,600 locations nationally, folks. And because of that, they're here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, Rob. You and I talked there. Obviously, we watched all the games. And there were a few that I was really intrigued by. I, I, I wanted to see Kansas City because, you know, they were my pick to win the Super Bowl. So I wanted to see what they looked like. But I, I like you, I thought it would be a route, and it was. Tampa Bay, same thing. I, I picked them to get the Super Bowl. Didn't feel like Philadelphia was any sort of threat. They can't, they they can't score, Chris. They, They're similar, right, to Pittsburgh. Just, I mean, that, all they do is run. All they do is run the football, and it's it's not good. Jalen Hurts, I'm telling you, if I'm an Eagles fan or I'm the organization, Chris, I mean, he's a talented guy. He can do a lot of stuff, but I don't know if – how could – are you going to win a Super Bowl with him at quarterback? His ceiling, Rob, I don't even know if he could get here. I think I'm being generous. His ceiling is probably Dak Prescott. And I don't even that? know if he get. I don't even know if he could get there. I don't there. think he can throw like Dak. Yeah, no, he probably can't even throw like Dak. So, but I, I, not... you know, I'm a big intangibles guy. I do think Jalen has them. I do think Dak has them. But you also need the physical skills and abilities too to win big. And if you're um, just that, one, if you're one dimensional, Chris, you know, like it's it's even like Lamar even just developed the throw. You just can't run 
or just can't throw on every down. I mean, it, right. you know what I mean? Like, you can't if play even like that. Lamar has to throw, Rob. Right. Come on. I mean, as good as Jalen is with the run game, he's not He's not close to what Lamar Jackson is. And, and then, right. And then when he throws it, he threw two picks, you know, like. Right. Right. And it, 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 it's, that was a bad game. It just well, was. One of the games, obviously, the Dallas San Fran game was a good one, and we were looking forward to that. Cincinnati Vegas was pretty good. Um, I think Cincinnati, you know, looked good, and they're going to be tough to handle. But the game I was another game I was really looking forward to and thought would be good, Rob. I I thought Buffalo was going to beat New England, but I thought it'd be by three points. And we picked in our picks, I picked New England to lose, but cover. And uh, obviously, they got blasted. Bill Belichick, Rob, it was his worst ever game as a coach in well, the playoffs. The, the Bills scored on, on, on their first every seven single, possessions. Well, every single possession right? other than when they, you know, Kneel knelt down, down to, to end the game. That's never happened. They never punted, obviously. I uh, saw a it, game it like ridiculous. that against New Orleans played Detroit. Uh, and the Saints did that to the Lions at Ford Field. Was it a playoff game? No, not a, not in the playoff. Just a regular season game. But wow. they scored on they scored on every possession, Chris, and and they were in the red zone and they kneeled down in the red zone. They could have scored again if they wanted to. They just That's kneeled unbelievable. down. Unbelievable, unbelievable. But the th- Josh Allen, Robin, we know he's a bit up and down, and obviously some other quarterbacks have certainly had great games against Belichick in the playoffs. But Josh Allen owns the Patriots. He owns them. Rob, in the last two years, since he became an elite quarterback, in the last two years, they played five times. They've won, Buffalo's won four of them. In the last four games, they've obviously won three of them. And Josh threw for 300 plus yards in three of those games, including Saturday. And he threw for 12 touchdowns, no picks in those three games, Rob. Mm. He had five on Saturday. And the one game that, Belichick and the Patriots stopped him in was the windstorm. Right. Right. When they, and that when they ran the ball and only yeah. threw two passes the entire game, right. two or the three elements, passes. Three passes. The elements were a big factor in that. So it's inter- it's going to be interesting going forward what New England does to beat Josh Allen. I like Mac Jones. I think he's a good, you know, he had a really good season for a rookie quarterback. I think he's a game manager. Can he progress beyond that? We'll have to see. But I think he's going to have to. I don't think just being a game manager is going to be enough, Rob, when you've got Josh Allen in that division. And that's not even to mention the other great quarterbacks, young quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think people went crazy in Gaga when they won those seven games in a row. All right. And they were crowning them. Super Bowl. <laughs> and, and who was it? Edelman just bet, just threw away $100,000. Like seriously, Chris. Like he, he really thought gave a rookie, that to me, man. Dude, are, are you like <laughs> you seriously? <laughs> like, can you imagine plopping down a hundred? Because you bought into the hype. You've been sold a bill of goods. You really thought, Chris? The history is no rookie quarterbacks ever gotten to the Super right, Bowl. Right. So right and there is, is a bad bet. Win. It's a bad bet unless. If I bet a hundred thousand, I'm gonna get a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like the right. I got, I'd have to get something so uh, gigantic for me to make that kind. of – I don't know what the payout was, well, but to bet a hundred yeah. hundred thousand, Rob G, try to find out what the odds were, what what his payout would have been. Doubt, yeah, Go but ahead. but you know what I'm saying, Chris. I I just don't. 
I thought it was over overdone, overcooked. I knew Buffalo. Remember, I told you going into the playoffs in the AFC. That's your pick, right? That's my pick. The the because I picked the Ravens. They obviously didn't make the playoffs, but I picked the Bills, and I and I said they had a an up and down season. They were great early on. You remember the the, the big win at Kansas City, Chris. They kicked the Chiefs butt there, and I was like, wow, okay. Then they fell off, and they couldn't score a touchdown against Jacksonville. I mean, that was the low. Right. It was that bad. But they have all the weapons. They got some experience. They were in the postseason last year. They they can do some damage, and we saw now they're going to score every – now they're playing the Chiefs. All I'm gonna tell you That's is take the game, take man. the over, Chris. I'm a, I'm I running agree. to Vegas with the over. I mean, with I those agree. two teams. Come on, man. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game, and you know they both have really good defenses. But I think Rob, it's gonna be a great game, and you know, obviously, I got the Chiefs. You got the Bills, but it's gonna be a barn. I'm a little worried as a Chiefs guy. You know what I mean? As no, the guy right. Pick them. I mean, I'm concerned because Buffalo. If Buffalo brings its A game, that's when it's going to be tough. If they, You know, sometimes, like you said, they lost to Jacksonville. Right. Sometimes they just don't show up. But I, I think they've matured. I think they've learned some mis- lessons from the regular season. And uh, obviously, you know, they got over a huge mental hurdle, not only by beating Belichick, Rob. But the but way they did it. Right. right. See, I agree with you. I, defensive genius. I, I think you feel really good and confident. You can't stop us. We got that kind of offense. Right. We're not afraid of anything. And Bill Belichick's always had a history of these great defenses, you know, our top five defenses. Yep. And and uh, and Kansas City, you know, really wasn't tested that much Um with the cheat, I mean, with the uh, Steelers. So this is a this is a big game. I mean, this is one of those games. I don't know what the line is yet, Chris. Did you see it? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Rob G, we need the line on that. And what's the over under? Because I'm guessing it's got to be 53 or 55 as the over under number, somewhere around there. Yeah, got to yeah. be high. Well, one one thing about this weekend, and I mentioned some of the blowouts, Rob. Uh, two, there were two really good games, and then three blowouts. You didn't like it. Uh, you don't like the addition of that seventh team. No. And you you feel like this weekend was was Exhibit A argument, I guess. Exhibit A, Chris. And you know, I got on I got into it uh on Twitter with a p- couple of people and some people are just like, Well, NFL game, I don't care. And as long as there's another football game on, I don't buy that. I really want to see some good games, Chris. I don't want to see uh, non-competitive, unwatchable football. And to me, it felt like um, the Eagles didn't belong, right, in the playoffs. And it felt like uh, Pittsburgh didn't belong in the playoffs. That's what it felt like to me. And and those are the seven, those are the teams that you, you put in there because the league wants more playoff money and more TV revenue and all that. And and I just hope the NFL doesn't get to that point where it messes with the in, in, integrity. And I mean by putting in fodder and teams that just can't compete with the good upper echelon teams. And that's what it felt like. Three of the five games shouldn't have been horrendous blowouts, Chris. That That's not the playoffs. Right. I mean, the Buffalo-New England game was a stunner. Nobody really expected that. You oh, I was right. The- the over-under is 55. <laughs> 55? Yeah, yeah. And Kansas but, um, City minus two and a half. Okay. Okay, they're favored by two. Two and um, a half. I, I like the addition 
but more so for what it did to the regular season. That last weekend, right? A lot of times that last weekend doesn't mean anything, right? It was great this year. I mean, and not only because we obviously had the Rams, was it the Rams Niners game? No, not the Rams. Well, we had the Chargers and the Raiders, which was a great game. And then was it the Rams and the Niners, right? The Niners had to win that game to get in. So you, but beyond those great games, Rob, you had other stuff happening. Like when Indianapolis lost to Jacksonville, uh, it was like the implications of that for other teams, you know? Um, so I loved, I thought the seven teams was good because it just made the last weekend so incredible and dramatic. But I think what the NFL may do, Robin, look, it, it, at the end of the day, it's all about money. So if they're making money, it might not matter. Right, they're not going to change anything. You know right. that, right. But but we've seen, Rob, in fact, we always talk about Eli Manning, you know, and they're winning the Super Bowl. They they Didn't they win both of those as wild cards? Yeah. I think, right? So we've seen wild cards. I think when Aaron Rodgers won his Super Bowl, I think they were a wild card. If I'm not no, they didn't win. Yeah, I don't think they yeah, won they the division. I don't think so. They were, they were a wild card. They, but there's a difference true. between being a wild I don't have a problem with the wild card. I right. just think the seventh it, team. What, like, what wild, are you that sixth team? Are you that yeah, like team? I thought right, that, that was, there was nothing broken with that, Chris. I just – these two teams just didn't feel like they belonged. Like Pittsburgh tied Detroit – they were what – what was their record? You know, like, it was it was like barely 500 or one game over 500. That's not Which a playoff not team unusual. You see teams getting the play. Sometimes, I mean, we remember we – Did you think Seattle those were playoff teams, though? I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, just because they made the play. <laughs> like, this is the I didn't mean it like that. I, I Well, here's what I was going to say. I think if we – if over the next five years, Rob, 95, 90% of these 2-7 matchups – are routes, then I think the NFL has to rethink it. And again, they might not if it's making money. Right. But my point with the wild card teams winning the Super Bowls is that that proves, okay, you can have a fifth, sixth team in the playoffs. That's okay, right? Because some so they're they're deserving. And sometimes they win. I don't have a but problem with the wild card. Team, if that seventh team can't ever even be competitive, right? Then what's the point? Well, that that that's what I'm saying is like that's the feeling I got this weekend, and I was bummed out. This year it was like that. Yeah, it was like that, and we'll but see, like you say, going forward. We'll see, right. But 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 it was a killer for me because I wanted to watch some good football, and instead, I'm flipping around for a Golden Girls uh, marathon. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just Chris was even flipping around for a Golden that's Girls marathon. That's the easiest marathon. thing to find in the world, I'm sure. Yes. Did you find it? I, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Speaking of stars, Rob, let's go to the star, and that's back to the Dallas Cowboys. Losers yesterday uh, in their home building as the favorites to the wild card San Francisco 49ers, who both you and I picked to beat them, beat the Cowboys. Yeah, we just um, thought the matchup, We right, both of us thought, oh, no, the, the, the 49ers can beat them. I didn't like the way they ended the game, Chris, because there was a lot of mistakes by the 49ers that gave Dallas life and a chance to come back. They could have been shocked in that game. Your boy Shanahan, Kyle Terrible. Shanahan. Terrible, terrible. 
And it, I mean, he's an offensive genius, right? That's what everybody says. And I think he's, he's good at that. But Rob, time and time again, even the interception by Garoppolo that gave the Ram, uh, the uh, Cowboys a chance. Right. You didn't have to throw in that situation. And Rob, he will run the football down the team's throat to get a lead. And then late in the game, start, start throwing. throwing. And it's almost like he wants to show off. Did he have Trent Williams going in motion yesterday? The tackle? Don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I like, don't get it. What, what, what? Just play it straight, man. And here's what we, we all, here's a few guys out there like that, right? Brandon Staley. Oh, yep. I'm going to show the real I'm going to show you how play, smart, smart I am. I am. Right. right. I'm the smartest if guy in the room. Win, if you win, you will get the credit. You will get the praise. Nobody's going to care. I mean, yeah, it's nice when you can pull out all the bells and whistles. But if you win, that's all that matters. Rob, and granted, he's maybe he's different because he's got such a legacy. Belichick ran the football. I don't know how many times they ran it that game. But he passed the football three times. He got credit. Right. It was the simplest game plan you could imagine. And they wouldn't and, you know why he got credit. They won the game. Right. He didn't care about, oh, are they going to, is the media going to kill me? Are the analytics guys going to say, I'm old-fashioned, I don't I'm know a dinosaur. what I'm doing. Right. right. No, win the game. But speaking of winning the game, obviously Dallas did not do that. And it was yet, Rob, another example of Dak Prescott losing a game to a good team. Dak's now 1-3 in the playoffs. And... When when San Francisco got up, Rob, 13-0, right? Now that that totally throws a monkey wrench into Dallas's game plan to run the football, right? Right. Now you gotta throw. And Dak, and you know I like Dak, and I think he's got all the intangibles and stuff, but he still cannot put them on his back and carry them with his arm. He just can't. And I used to say he's a, he was a game manager with playmaking abilities. But I, They're but game I think, managers that can't make plays. They can just be smart and not make mistakes. I thought he was a game manager that could run and have a big play here or there when you needed it or throw a big play here or there. But you but did, you did fall into it. You did fall into it when he had those big, put up those big numbers. I did numbers. say I think he's gone to elite, to and elite. I, I backtracked on it. And yeah. I don't mind saying it. No, he's no, no, no. I'm just saying, right, because he did put up big numbers, Chris. And I think a lot of people were like, oh, my God, look at what Dak's doing. But here we go, playoff time, and you just said it. He can't carry you, Chris. Sometimes you need a quarterback to win, a, win you a game. The defense ain't that great. Uh, the running game ain't working today. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to have to do this. I'm, he can't do it. And, no, he and, can't. And I think that's fair. I don't think that that's unfair at Dak. He's had a couple of opportunities. You just said it. One and three in the play, right? In the playoffs. It ain't like that was his first game and he, uh, he just couldn't, whatever. Right. No, we've seen this act before and he struggles against the better teams. And and we get it. You're not going to beat the better teams all the time, but you got to start mixing in a win every so often and being able to pull it out. And I just think Dak um, has shown us of a lot of people were very upset. One thing I, I did not like 
is when Dak like didn't criticize fans for throwing stuff at the uh, officials. Did you hear that? Yeah, he criticized them when he thought they were throwing they were throwing it at the players. And, and then, then when they threw it, when they told the reporters, told him no, they were throwing it at the officials. He said, "Good for them," or "Credit to them." Credit to them. Now, Chris, that that's that's not classy. I mean, you no. could disagree with the officials. You should never endorse people throwing stuff from the stands. I just, I don't care. Officials, everybody's doing his job. And and they were throwing at the Cowboys. You saw that. People, well, had, I, I, I saw him throwing at the officials. I didn't see him throwing oh, at yeah. the Cowboys, but they were, okay. There's video of fans as the players are going through, going to the tunnel, Chris. They're throwing stuff at the Cowboys. One of the players has a helmet and has to like deflect something coming. Yeah, that that was Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, but he, I think he even said he thought they were aiming at at the officials, but maybe he was just oh, trying I to just make himself feel better, feel better about <laughs> it, right? But I don't know where, where where I mean, where do you go with Dak Prescott? Home dinner or show? They paid him. <laughs> I mean, seventy five million dollars he got, dude. Well, hey, I'm gonna throw something at you. Um, and I let me quickly say this because I, I I co-sign what you said about his comment about the officials. I don't like the fans throwing stuff at the players or the officials. Okay, um, but Dak, I think he's been a great leader for thus far in his career. I think he's been high character. He tends to say the right thing, but this time he was wrong. This was beneath him. He and now maybe he was just frustrated and all that. I'm sure he was with what he thought was you know, they got job by the officials, but you didn't get job by the officials. And even if you did, it was the wrong thing to say. So he was wrong for that. But Rob, as far as Dak, let me throw something out at you. You you're an advocate of the Seattle Seahawks trading Russell Wilson. And the latest story out there, Rob, is that, you know, anonymous sources. Russ wants to look around. I'm not. <laughs> are you are you surprised by that? You're it's not surprised. It's just a trip. Man. I told just, you. And and Seattle said and, that and they're bringing the back source? Pete Carroll. Is is if if I'm in that situation, it's I think it's the agent. I know there was a story. No, they're leaking they, the they stuff to those guys. Right. You know that, Chris. So, All those agents are in bed with a lot of the you know NFL right. newsbreakers, right? And, and and so. If Dak wants, not Dak, Russ, you just got to come out and say it. But here's the deal. You're an advocate of Seattle trading Russ because if he doesn't want to be there, you don't want him. Would you trade him for Dak? Both sides, if you're Cowboys and if you're Seahawks. Um, Yeah, but you got to get more than that if you're, to me, Russell Russ Wilson is, is, worth, than Dak, right, yes. is worth more even though he's older, Chris, he comes with experience. He comes with the Super Bowl. You know right. what I mean? Like he's I, I, I got to yeah. get right. I got to get a pick or something. Right, or two. but you might get. Yeah. But I would so, make yeah. But, but the point is, with those two being the main thing. Yeah, yeah, I would, would make you, that. You would make if if you're both if you're Dallas, I definitely would. If you're Dallas, you would bend over to make that. I mean, are you right. kidding? Right. And if you're Seattle, Dak is not that old, Chris. He's a young now, remember, guy. Remember, he's taking up all that cap space with. Yeah, his that's the only thing that that number is bad. You're right. That's the only thing. But I don't know how it because Russ takes up a big number too. Not quite Russ, as much as that. Do you know what the number is? Because we we the last time we talked about I it, think I think it's like around thirty five. Is it thirty five percent of the cap? 
No, $35 million. Yeah, but Rob G said it was 17% of the cap for Russ. Do we know what Dak's cap number is? Because well, that would be, be more because he's going to be making more. What he's is he gonna making? Be around 45? 40 once he starts 40? getting, you know, getting this, getting in that kind. If you're the, so, if you're the Cowboys, how do you feel now with that? Like the whole way, like both of them, Ezekiel Elliott held out right and wound up getting paid. Dak got hurt. You didn't pay him when you could have Chris for like twenty eight million or thirty. Oh, you right. didn't do that. Yeah, we've we've and now that, yep. right and now you look at where they are and look at the two they the two young guys they had that were going to build the organization around, and now you're stuck. Well, the only one I'm really, like, t- to me, Zeke is virtually shot. So I what mean, would you Zeke, do with Zeke him? Zeke had 30. I wouldn't cut him because he's such a, his hit on the, you know, dead cap money is astronomical next year. What I would do, Rob, is I would keep him in Pollard and make, sh- I would make Pollard the primary back. Now, I don't know. Is he too small to be that? I, I don't think so. But I would try to make Tony Pollard the primary back, and Zeke is my secondary back. You're still getting paid, so shut up and take the money and, and do your job. That's when I, that's really how I feel. And um, and then as far as Dak, look, I I think the Cowboys can still win with Dak, but you just got to know what he is. Their game managers, Rob, that win. We know this, right? Joe Flacco. And I know, and again, he was a guy that could make some plays too, especially in that run to the Super Bowl, right? He was great. But I think Dak can be that. He's got the leadership. He's got the locker room. He's got the character. And he does have ability. He's just not Aaron Rodgers. He's just not Patrick Mahomes or maybe even a Josh Allen or somebody like that. But he is a a good quarterback that I think you can win with You've just got to strengthen your stuff around it. Yeah. Um, I, I just, yeah, I guess you got it. Yeah, everything, is he, everything has to be right quarterback? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't say that. I, no? I, I, I uh, you know what I mean? Like, he, is he yeah, one of no, those guys? I, you. I mean, like he is the, essentially a game man. Like I said, I think a game manager with playmaking abilities is the phrase I've always used for him. Until so, I and so is he basically Jared Goff? That's what they used to say, right? That well, he he does, have he's to, different. You know, right? I think he's got more intang- better intangibles than Goff. Um, he obviously can make some plays with his legs. Um, but, you know, he, he's so much different than Goff. It's hard for me to compare those two. Yeah, but the bottom line is, I do think you can win with him. But we talked about it earlier, Rob. It's so much other mess going on. But but like I do think among all your problems, I don't think Dak is like in the top three. But but I'm still going to go back to Tony Dungy when Dak got hurt. I mean, it was it 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 came off as cold, kind of cold and callous, right? But he said it, Chris. He said, "You remember." This no, might be a, this might be a you blessing in disguise team, right? For for the Cowboys, now they can get back to running the football. That's that's what he said, and he didn't mean they, like he wanted him to get hurt, but he was saying that's when that team three years ago, Chris or whatever it was, when they were at their peak and they were running right. and doing all that, and Dak was just kind of throwing well, where they needed him to. They were right. Was that when they did they win thirteen? games? That was the one, and they won the playoff game, didn't yeah. they? When the game, yeah, they, they beat they, Seattle. Yeah, there's no that Rob, when you're not when you don't have one of those ultra elite gunslingers, 
then that's you run the football. What does San Francisco do to win? Run yep. the football. Jimmy G's pretty good, but he ain't elite. Am so I you right? run the football. I, if I Ryan remember, Tannehill. Jimmy, G, Jimmy G didn't throw a touchdown, did he, in this game? They won without him throwing a touchdown. No. Uh, Debo ran for one. They had two, I believe. Debo ran for one. Am I right? One. I don't think he threw for a touchdown, Chris. I, I can't. I'll, I'll look it up, but uh, I don't think he did. I think you're right. But he, he yeah, he and he he played all right till he almost gave it away at the end oh, with that interception. That was but, a bad but, interception. But that's oh. what you do, Ryan Tannehill. He's pretty good, right? But you need Derrick Henry in that run game. Baker Mayfield. Now he's not as good as Dak and these guys yet, but you need that run game. Like that's what you do when you don't have the elite guy. And so yeah, the Cowboys certainly need to get that run game, but I, I don't think they can get there with Zeke, Rob. So would you, what would your view, like if I'm the Cowboy, sure, if Russell Wilson falls in my lap, I'm making that trade. Okay. But I'm not like, I'm not like fretting over, oh, we got to get a better quarterback. I okay. do think they can win with that. I, I, if I'm the Cowboys. And Jimmy G did not have a touchdown. Yeah, I didn't think so. I, I'm rethinking Dak Prescott as my guy going forward. If I could upgrade the quarterback position, I would. I think it's clear that he's a good quarterback, middle of the pack, you know, beats up on bad teams, but a lot of quarterbacks can do that, Chris. And I don't think where the Cowboys want to go, he's going to beat some of the better quarterbacks, especially in the NFC. I don't see it. And if I could upgrade – I would move away from Dak. I'm not saying cut him, you don't have a quarterback and just do right. that. You got to have a game plan and somebody else in mind. But but to say that Dak's going to play the rest of his career in Dallas and we're, we're stuck with him no matter what, if I could upgrade the quarterback position in Dallas, because they have a lot of other okay. talent. Would you go for Deshaun Watson? Would you get rid of Dak for Deshaun? Yeah, if he if he can play, if, if he would have paid off those people a year ago, what are you doing now? Chris, you went from I'm going to clear my name, I'm not settling to, hey, can I write you a check? Like a year later. Well, that was, that was, you know, in October when he thought he might get traded to Miami. So 